Hello and welcome everyone. I'm still not sure if I'm speaking. <laughs> there we go. So I am speaking, getting picked up. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was actually talking out loud or if it was in my mind at first, but now I'm sure that I'm speaking. Things are okay. Uh, Steve has just joined as well. We'll verify whether I'm being picked up or if I'm just um, thinking out loud, but not out loud, just thinking, I guess. But I see my name, the little dot indicating that I am indeed speaking. Steve is uh, muted than unmuted. Um, ah, hello. <laughs> Hello. And welcome, Merrick, as well. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, uh, let me issue a public apology uh, on the record to Merrick. I have not gotten to uh, address your comment on the Discord, uh, which will not be included in this um, recording. Uh, if you want to know what was on on the Discord, go to the Discord. This is a plug for Uzbear Discord. Check it out. Uh, yeah. I missed the fun part of that. <laughs> what comment are you looking at? The one where you said good game? Good game, Merrick. I can't talk about it. I already said I, I, I can't talk about it here. Um. <laughs> yeah, I won't say I won't say it. It's you gotta look it up, people. I'll I'll say what uh, channel it's in. It's in upcoming events. Yeah, that's right. Check it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> I um, yeah, I I, I was rush, rushing around. I I just bought a Mac <laughs> this morning and went and picked it up. Mm. Very rash, just impulse buy. Uh, and I'm pretty happy. How's everyone else doing? Uh, Didn't make any good. large impulse purchases, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was what I was asking. Uh, I just woke up. Nice. And I had a bowl of cereal, and then there, there, there we go. Here I am. <laughs> this what thing... Okay, are you this, in? Uh, <laughs> mountain time, so it's one o'clock right here. <laughs> I envy you. <laughs> yeah. Where, where in the world are you, Merrick? What time I'm is in, it in your area? It's uh, it's three p.m. I'm in Michigan, Eastern time. Ooh, nice. Michigan's uh, Eastern time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. The whole state too. It's not one of those crazy uh, like Indiana or Arizona, whichever one. <laughs> it. Like it's just all Eastern, man. Which That's is wild crazy. because the UP is so like up there, and so for it to have, I'm sure sunset there right now is way different from say Detroit. You know, just la with it, in terms of yeah. the latitude. I don't know if it's uh, like that much further east or west. I've I never like even thought about it. I think it's further oh, west and very north, which it's yeah. oh yeah, it's way more north, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like west the the, the, east? Oh, the yeah. most western part of the UP is almost like 
It's Wisconsin. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's more than halfway through Wisconsin. It's more than halfway through Illinois, which are all central yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might I be wrong about the whole thing being Eastern then. Yeah, maybe the UP is <laughs> is on that time. Yeah, my uh my grandma my, my dad's side of the family is from Michigan and they were in Detroit, but my grandma her like she was from Finland and her family immigrated up to the UP uh, originally. Okay. Yep. And they were right on the border of Wisconsin and my dad had that Wisconsin accent. Like he sounded like Canadian, but then uh like yeah, Wisconsinite. Like you betcha, eh? Like there's, <laughs> there's areas up there where you can't understand the like local <laughs> dialects. No joke. Uh, beautiful Midwest. I miss it. <laughs> where are you right now? I'm in LA. I've always lived here, but I I I have friends that in the in the Midwest, and of course family. So yeah. Got cool it. place. You know what's one thing besides the beer uh, that's making it its way out here uh, is Detroit style pizza. What of what's what a delight to have over here in LA. <laughs> what's the Detroit style pizza? I was gonna ask Steve. Uh, it sounds like you've never had real pizza then. No, it, it's, <laughs> not, it's not. It's not. I wouldn't say that. Um, it's it's a weird. It looks real Nick. bready. Yes, and but cheesy. It's more cheesy than bready. the The crust on the outside is is like melted cheese, basically. So it's a lot of cheese. Oh, it looks pretty good. <laughs> Instead of like a Chicago heavy on the sauce, this is yeah. heavier on the cheese and more crispy. So yeah, there's enough oil in the pan to fry it when it goes through the oven, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love deep dish. I love Chicago style. Dude, that could be too much for me sometimes though. When I oh, get yeah. like, you know, three pounds of cheese on a slice, I'm just like, that's um that's enough for now. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh that's sure. a whole that's a whole week's meal. One time <laughs> I uh in college I visited uh, my now ex, now ex, even though it's like 20 years ago, basically, <laughs> uh, she, at the, my girlfriend at the time's family in San Diego. And, uh, I stayed with her for a few days and we were still just 21 and, uh, we went out and got deep dish. And then later, like a few hours later, we went and drank with her friends and her, <laughs> it was the first time I was meeting them. And the one of her friends was like a bully and was like making me hmm. chug beer. <laughs> and uh, like we were playing drinking games, but he was very like abrasive. And I was like, I'm going to puke, like not even from just the alcohol, which I'm not, I can't drink because I've had so much fucking deep. Like I didn't expect to come <laughs> like, consume a million calories yeah. today. But yeah, I almost puked for because of peer pressure. <laughs> it's so shitty. I hate Jeez, that. Actually, it's not one of the uh, best things either. Right. <laughs> for, for anything in that situation. Yeah. Cheese is like a it's like a wall of not having it get, get digested by your stomach. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just sits there in a ball waiting. So I've cracked uh, this. I love it. 
the four counties that border Wisconsin in the UP are central time, central time zone. And the rest of, and the rest of all of Michigan is, uh, Eastern time zone. Those four fucking counties making me a liar. God damn. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. gotcha. They're not even all the most Western counties. They're like just the ones that border Wisconsin. Of, of course not. You know, time zones <laughs> make no sense. <laughs> they, they, they don't. They don't. They really don't. I, I agree with you on that one. I mean, would you rather? <laughs> would you travel like you're like? Oh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. You know, Belarus now, and I gotta know that the sun rises at eight p.m. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like if it, was, if it was all, if it was all standard. Right. Yeah. It it wouldn't would make have there's no know. world where it's perfect. Yeah. You would just I have to know. I don't know. I kind of like that idea. You just know when the sun rises. <laughs> yeah. I almost wish everything was just Zulu time. Like whatever. <laughs> Zulu. Yeah. That way I don't gotta translate any shit. It's just what time does it start? What time do you open? Like, like fourteen. Dude. Time. Yeah. A fourteen. Univer- there is there is Period. a universal. Uh, time, uh, like there is a standard Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, Zulu. Yeah. <laughs> it. I'm saying we got to capture the sun and make it so that it doesn't traverse the world in different points. It's just always mm. just the exact same location all the time, <laughs> which would lead to like a ice half and a heat half. But yeah, you I was know gonna what? say it's gonna screw a bunch <laughs> of shit up, dude. <laughs> We make the sun a big ring around our planet, and then we dip through the ring and out of the ring each day. Ooh, like, cool. We're in the center. Now I got to worry what gravity is going to be at, depending on what time of day it is. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, the, 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 the sun does do some of the tidal effects. <laughs> I, bet that's a, I bet that's a sci-fi novel. I bet at least three sci-fi novels have that as a concept of like time-based so, gravity. <laughs> well, definitely that. That's like probably like thousands. No, but that specifically that the the sun is now encircling the earth perfect like we have advanced like far future humans have like captured the sun and it's now orbiting the earth in our specified like designated spot. I know there's definitely like, and this is also of course what halo is is the ring world. <laughs> but that's an earlier idea from I think Larry Niven or something also has a sci-fi book about ring world called ring world. <laughs> That's like a halo basically. Oh, halo. <laughs> oh, such Halo's mythology. Halo's great. Combat evolved. <laughs> I've never played uh, through a halo game. Like I've played, what? you know, just my buddy's Xbox and stuff. First person shooter. Cool. Whatever. But I and I'm a I consider myself like a pretty big video game type nerd, anyway. And I've never, never messed with. I don't it. know. To I don't know at this point in time. Like I haven't played that many. Like first person shooters aren't my favorite style of game. But the Halo, uh, whatever story and and whatever what do you call call that? Just one player mode. It's pretty fun. Yeah, campaign. Uh, campaign mode. Yeah, it's a pretty good story and everything. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Word. Uh, let me try to summarize it from what I remember. I only played up <laughs> to three. three. Um, Supermarines are trying to... <laughs> it, it's all very... It's like the alien premise of, oh, we just happened to crash on like the most significant like discovery in terms of like 
seeding the universe and like these different yeah. things just we just happen to like come across this like huge thing but they uh the uh, humans are at war with aliens that are trying to take over our galaxy i guess if i remember correctly uh the religious and we, fanatics. yeah they're religious fanatics that are devoted to the halos as a like special ceremonious thing they don't know what it does though and then they somehow the earthlings magically end up at the halo by accident they like crash land on the halo they discover it i think they they both discovered at the same time maybe or something like that maybe that's what it maybe it is like more 2001e of like it appeared when it needed to like Mm. for both species uh and then there's like a brain fungus thing and then i won't i think that's it without going into spoilers <laughs> all right yeah i think i did it i think i summed it up kind of but then it gets very convoluted beyond that there is, <laughs> yeah there is a big twist in the that is a pretty satisfying twist in the first game yeah that is yeah that exactly. would be a spoiler yeah yeah that's what i don't want to go into <laughs> Check it out. This, I don't think they've ever they've ever succeeded in duplicating that twist. I don't think in the other. No. I've never played. I've played only the second game and I didn't beat it. I played the second. I don't remember it at all. The second and then the third. I I have no recollection of even They're sitting like not, down. Not like <laughs> not not memorable. Yeah. As memorable as the first one. Yeah. Even the multiplayer, they like added more features, but the first one was the most fun, especially the level, like the 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 stages they they did good ones so at this uh, point halo is i mean 10 years old probably or so oh, i think it's like 20 <laughs> is it really it, yeah so i was yeah. it in high school so it's at least it's 2001 it's 2001 okay. yeah. so do you think that the uh do you think it would hold up still or do you think you guys are kind of looking at it through rose-colored glasses well that's what i oh, was no, saying about I haven't played modern first-person <laughs> shooters at all, like at all. So, like, Halo is my benchmark. You know, I know I do know some of those. What are the what are the what are the fucking mainstream ones like Call of Duty? Like Call of I'm Duty, like Call of Duty right now. Yeah, and they're and they're like I know they have all these things that are that you kind of like exp- like I don't know like they they they've smoothed some of the edges out I think <laughs> in, the, in the past twenty years, right? Yeah. I'd say so. I've always been a, a, a first-person shooter uh, fan from Halo onwards, and I'm but I'm not like a I like a huge like I don't have like a squad, <laughs> and I I never had like land parties to play Halo. Uh, we would play Xbox Live. Like there was, I'll say this as a tangent. Uh, we there were. It, if for those who are older, there was a Xbox Live free if you, you did use LAN on your computer. You, like, would hook your computer up to your Xbox, and then it, there was, like, a free server that you could access that would mimic Xbox Live just, like, on your computer through your Xbox. It was <laughs> such a weird workaround to, like, figure out as a teenager, but... The Halo experience, I think, hasn't been replicated. Like, Call of Duty is close, but I don't know. I think the 
the original Halo was the most fun. But yeah, rose-colored glasses for sure. I mean, it, definitely it's just looking upon life, just the beginning of post-9-11 world. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, you can also, yeah. like, there's also, like, for the original Halo, they've, like, you know, updated the graphics and everything. You can buy a more modern-looking version, if the graphics for are what sure. you care about. Is it but, worth yeah, it, going but, back and spoiling <laughs> what you're remembering, though, you know? Yeah, I have, oh, I, I still it. have it. I, I played it, me and my girlfriend were playing through it, like, or, like I don't know, maybe, like, sometime, re- sometime recently. It was probably in the last two years, but... Like it was still, it's still a fun game. It's like, yeah. So it's all well balanced and well designed for sure. I replayed. Uh, I played Half Life. That was that was what I'm assuming Halo was like for you guys. Like it's groundbreaking. Yeah. Holy shit! Like I made a decision and this happened. Like wow. <laughs> um, yeah. But I remember going back to Black Mesa Remastered. It. I didn't play the whole thing, but I remember playing through some of it, and I was just like, I thought this was you know groundbreaking. Like wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, if it's worth going back and replaying and kind of like spoiling that for myself. I I mean I, I went from like uh, what is it, Golden Eye, then right yeah. into Halo. <laughs> Gold, yep. Golden Eye, Golden Eye compared to Halo is like a big jump because. Oh like, yeah, and like, if you go, you know what's funny is I I still have Halo two. Uh, Halo One and Two, and I have revisited them, and they are, yeah, still fun. They're not, they, you know, they're not obviously the best they hold graphics, up. but for us, yeah, they hold up. Whereas 007, I tried playing that; it does not hold up. <laughs> and if you would have had asked me at the time, which I think, which I would have been still playing, like, hey, twelve-year-old me, like, who, what do you think you'd still actually like? I would have said Goldeneye, like, one hundred percent, like this will never age. Like even the, gra- if the graphics look bad, like it's still playable. And yeah, the graphics look like, like odd job. Shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> odd job. No, the graphics look like real shit. Like even on, like if you try to like downgrade it to the lowest possible, cause I have a 4k TV, but even like just trying to get it down, it's like, it still looks like shit no matter what. And the <laughs> gameplay itself is just like so uh, unmaneuverable. It's just so shitty. Oh, yeah. Like Well they I didn't figure believe. out the didn't figure out the two kind of joystick or whatever you call them right. kind of m- method of moving that Halo has. Like they didn't I mean cuz fucking the the the, the controller golden eye was invented for was the N64 controller which is yeah. nonsense it's a it's, yeah, it, is. it's like <laughs> it really is why did it's they a good make ex- it that way It was a good experiment I, I thought but it did not that's not the direction it should have go like there's been other improvements that are way better than that It looks mm-hmm. cool That's about oh, it. Yeah it's, it looks it, like the I, most futuristic yeah. controller of all time right. <laughs> It really does <laughs> My neon purple in the living room right now is Shit, that kiss still <laughs> When you mention the N64 controller, I picture the neon purple with the yellow yeah. uh, yellow buttons. Yeah. That's oh, it. Man, I, w- I kind of want to do that this afternoon and play some uh, Majora's Mask or something. Oh, so good. See, Dub- GoldenEye was four years earlier than Halo. Yeah. So that was like a Wait, lot of... Four? Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of time this. development back then in video games, I think. I'll say this, though. Going back to like... Uh, Super Mario World, it's fucking beautiful. Like, I still, it's one of my favorite games ever. Hello, WB. For Super Nintendo. 
Yeah, Super Nintendo. Uh, I played on Wii, or I mean, on my Switch. Uh, the online, like, uh, Super Nintendo emulator that is part of Switch. And it runs so, like, beautifully, and it's just so colorful. I think it's just, yeah, beyond the tech, it's more kind of aesthetics that developers choose to go with, you know? Well... I mean, those games are almost elegant in their execution, though. Yeah. Like, they do three things, and they do them well. Super Mario World is also a two-dimensional platformer and not a three-dimensional first-person shooter. Like, like, there's there's no way you could... I mean, if you go back on Super... If you look on um, Super Nintendo and look at, like, something that's comparable would be the the Go-Kart, Super Mario Go-Kart, and that game definitely looks... It, 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 it doesn't look very nice at all because yeah, they're trying to do true. like 3D, 3D graphics is what they could do. I mean, that's genuine, pretty genuinely a 3D sort of game. I mean, it's all sprites, but like it, it, it yeah, it doesn't look very good at all. Like at, at any point <laughs> in the gameplay, does it look nice? I the hardware well, wasn't anywhere near capable. Oh, no, oh, no, no, not. You know, but by the 64, it, it could have been more. I mean, Mario Kart 64 still looks great. I mean, it looks you could see the polygons a lot, but it it's better than uh, 007, which I think they should have just. I don't know. It just they just went like, well, polygons like on the PlayStation look great, like, and <laughs> I mean, it's, for the eyes of the people at the time, probably did. Oh yeah. But like, they could have gone more cartoony, and it would have been fine, in my opinion. Uh, but they like it. Just like it looks like such shit now. <laughs> like, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know if they could do cartoony. Like I don't even know if they even had that option because they couldn't. It, everything looks like pixels. Like if you watch right. the, the look at the little Metal Gear Solid, like yeah. it looks like absolute fucking trash. And I'm sure they yeah, would have gone too. with cartoons had they could have. Um, well, but at the time. At the time, you didn't like you hadn't seen anything like that. You hadn't been yeah. immersed in like a three dimensional world like that, and you would just completely overlook it. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think I'm just comparing it to I again like mainstay powerhouse Nintendo Corporation uh, uh, Mario 64. I never really played it at the time, but my wife got it for my birthday this past year. Uh, the three. The three ones that include 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, and even uh, 64 Mario 64. It looks it looks great. Like it's still polygony, but it's those so... are updated graphics. Those updated graphics. Ah, uh, sure. that I didn't know. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. They, yeah, they up they've up they updated that uh a while ago for I think the 2DS and that and I mean even on the 2DS it had better graphics than the 64 and I think. They probably updated it again for the one you're playing, I'd imagine. I yeah, I would imagine. I heard the Galaxy didn't get any substantial upgrades, but it, yeah, I mean, I could see definitely the 64 one getting because it looks great yeah. on even on a 4K. It's like wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at Mario's. Uh, if, if, if you can see corners on Mario's hat, like it, it it was made. You could count the polygons that things were made out of on the original for sure. Yeah, I could see that. David, I heard you. I, I heard you say hello, but I can't oh. hear you now. Hello. Now I hear you. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, how's, how's everybody? Good. Good. What what video games made it down to Peru? What games did? Because <clears throat> I know, like you know, obviously all of them made it, but which which of them actually made it into your household? What do you remember playing? 
Uh, Pokemon. But Ooh, hell yeah. Pokemon, yep. but, uh, gold, silver, uh, platinum. That's, those were like really popular at my school. Hell yeah. um, then here, like FIFA, everybody plays FIFA, WWE, those, those kind of games. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. It was very do fun. Buy, do you buy the new FIFA every year they come out with one? Or are you, uh, <laughs> you not I, I never, No, I never. Like, I, I, it, it came with my, uh, like, with the DS. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you here you can buy like the the games, but the copies of the games, and you can like store it in one uh, kind of USB for your Nintendo DS, and yeah, port chip. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, you like with like uh, twenty bucks, you have a lot of games, like twenty games, thirty games. Illegal, like um, yeah, copies. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, copies. <laughs> yeah, a, so that, a, that's how you afford, you know, buying a lot of games. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure how it is in Mexico, too. So I believe that. Um, Our, yeah. Yeah, Lord knows I can't play or pay 60 bucks per title that comes out, dude. There's just no way. <laughs> I know. But I, I, as I get older, I'm like, I'm willing to shell that out. Uh, because the, the the developers, they, like, work so hard. <laughs> a bit more discerning, too, though. Like, you know, when you were in yeah. high school, you had all kinds of time, so you could play all kinds of shit. But now I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to dedicate, yeah. like, any time to that. So, man. It's a, matter of to- it's a matter of time, not money. Right? Yeah, now that yeah. I have all the fucking money that I could spend on video games, I can't. <laughs> like, goddamn it. <laughs> exactly. I yeah I have like I don't even know now it's like in the in the almost hundreds in terms of literally how many games I have that I buy or get free mostly free from like PlayStation Plus or like on Steam it'll be like two dollars uh, and I have so many to play through now it's like <laughs> why do I keep Dude, doing this if you're digging free games sign up for that Epic. Uh, I, oh, that yeah. I that, that, I'm yeah. counting those. Yeah, I got so Dude. many over Christmas. It's insane. Like, yeah, I had enough games I haven't played in my Steam library. Now I got right. an Epic Games library I haven't touched, a Twitch yeah. Games library I haven't touched. Yeah. I got that uh, racial inequality justice bundle of like a thousand games. What? I what? played like three of those. What? Like, please oh, elaborate on that. Yeah, I've never heard of a, a racial inequality bundle <laughs> of games. Like, what do you play? GTA, San Andreas, or what? Probably <laughs> <laughs> the best guess we can go for. Like, play, yeah, what games are on that? Oh, geez. Let me. And what's it through? I, it, it's, <laughs> through it's through uh, itch.io. Uh, it was a while ago. It came well, out uh, when the whole, you know, BLM thing was kicking uh-huh. off. But, um, like, what is the relationship between the, the bundle of games and, and the, you know, BLM? Oh, I don't, I don't think there's any theme. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it. I see, <laughs> I see Celeste and stuff is in there. Uh, Moonbase. It's, it, there's, no, there's no overarching theme. I, I guess, think. like, some profits go to the organization, I yeah, guess. They have to be some. <laughs> yeah. It's just... These are all look like indie games. Most of them, I think, were there's a handful that I had seen before. But oh, dude, Celeste alone was worth 
Yeah, I'd have paid sixty bucks for Celeste. I, but I love those like twitchy platformer type uh, type games. Hmm. Well, I I wonder how could it be like if I was up there where it's like a well illegal stuff is hard to get, but you you yeah. can also get a higher salary. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you think, yeah. Illegal stuff <laughs> is hard to get up here. Like I, I don't know. Like uh, I don't know the movies that I buy. Like they are two two bucks, but also like the minimum wage here is like uh, per month is uh, let me. See. It's like two hundred, uh, two hundred eighty dollars. Would it be month. easier for you to get pirated copies of movies digitally or physically? Ah, yeah, digitally. Everybody can download, but I, I like the, like, uh, you know, put it everywhere, take it with me to like, uh, I don't know, somewhere, share it. But you like being able to go pick up a DVD uh, rather than having yeah. to download it. Uh, well, also my grandpa was the one who, like, he didn't use the computer, so he bought the DVDs. Oh, he's he got a Yeah, he, uh, it was mostly for him. Got it. So, yeah. I know there's always like, a whole lot of physical, like, DVD piracy going on around me anyway, but I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. fucking know, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was... I, I remember in college, you know, people would have those, you know, those spindles of DVDs and they would be nothing but movies and it would be like 200 DVDs that they would have there on a spindle. Yeah. But I mean, that was, that was back then. Well, yeah, that I, was when DVDs were the thing, right? Yeah, like, I, that's how you stored shit. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm just a hipster, but I'm not, <laughs> I swear. But I, I have a record collection. I have a DVD collection. I'm now getting more Blu-rays. I, I, even though I could pirate so easily, and I used to primarily when I was younger because I was dirt poor, like, I, I like having a physical library. Really? Yes. Oh. I don't know what it is. So do you have a record store that you go, like, to weekly and pick up new wax and shit? Like, do you have guys <laughs> that'll recommend you fucking, no. you know? No, I, no, I started mostly getting them at, thrift stores so they were like a dollar for some beat up like good records uh and more recently i do go to like amoeba which is a big thing over here on the west coast and i have bought even just like on amazon just like new pressings and stuff uh but yeah i i i like having the the physical because i've had a ton of music on like a hard drive and then uh have that hard drive shit out and then just lose all of it and i yeah it was such a painful loss so now i just i'm like you know what i'm gonna invest in a physical copy and you know what maybe in the future my kid will pick up the dead kennedy's like record and be like hey my dad used to be cool, <laughs> you know, it's like insurance of like, mm. I had good taste at one point. At one point it aligned with popular culture, but now I'm just an old man. You <laughs> probably your CD you got booklet into- stolen and that's like, oh, well, there goes, you know, shit. I don't know how many hundreds of dollars worth of CDs. Right. Derek, you probably got into the Dead Kennedys 20 years after they were a popular band. 100% because I wasn't alive <laughs> when they were yeah, a popular I know. band. 
I know, yes. say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was young enough to, or alive at a time where the people were still performing and were like my age now. <laughs> and so they were okay. But yeah, now they're like boomers and I'm a close to Gen Xer. <laughs> so, hmm. uh, I still think it'd be sweet to have, like I grew up, I watched movies like Airheads and uh, yeah. Empire Records and shit. And uh-huh. I thought it'd be the fucking, it'd be fucking awesome if I had a group of friends that would, you know, hang out at the record store and we talk about music and shit, and you could actually like recommend me shit based on my tastes or whatever the fuck. That's never happened. It's always been fucking, you know, just picking up. I guess it, having a little bit with friends, you know, kind of like, oh, this is the new CD from fucking Metallica or whoever the shit. What? I don't think it's ever Metallica in my lifetime. But <laughs> now it's just fucking Google telling me like, hey, you liked that one weird ass like Russian techno guy. You probably uh-huh. like all these guys too, and it's like. I like that one song, man. You know, like I can't yeah. tell Google it was like a one-time shot type. You know, I, there's not that I'm community a, around it. It'd be sweet. I'm of that age. I'm. I'm. I never had that experience either. Of yeah, I used to go to like in Santa Cruz. There was a, a, a punk uh, record store. <laughs> Very standoffish people there. So yeah, I never had the community part when I was like a teenager. And then yeah, by the time I was in college, it was all on the internet. So that's where yep. I got music recommendation. But even high school too, I was I was like more than anything downloading the most then. And so like LimeWire and uh, what are the other ones? Kazaa. Oh, Napster, uh, Napster, Morpheus, yeah. all that shit. I never used Morpheus. Uh, but all of those were where I was getting my taste. <laughs> if a song was mislabeled and giving me some new song that I'd never heard of, oh, yeah. I, that's how I was learning of music. I've never felt like any record store I've ever been in is like a place to hang out. Like they don't yeah. feel nope. really like that. What's cool about them is when they do have like a like you know they'll have a band come in and play. Yeah. But even then, it's not like you're you're recommending music to each other or anything like that. <laughs> you're just listening to the band. Yeah. I I worked at a, uh, the record or the the radio station in my college. Excuse me. And uh, even there. Like I made a few friends, but most people were like in their own thing. And so (laughs) even that where you would expect people to be like, hey, have you checked out so-and-so? Let's check out after blah, blah, blah. Like there was was none of that. Did you DJ? (laughs) Were you Uh able to like control what was like being played and stuff? At a at six o'clock in the morning or like maybe whatever. No, dude, whatever. Here's some hard Russian techno. Fucking drink your coffee. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was six to eight on like Tuesdays or something, and it was on the AM station. So maybe some, <laughs> some weirdos were listening in. What did <laughs> you play? What did you, you play? My my show is called The Era of Recombination, and I got that from my astro uh, astro uh, astronomy uh, like one hundred and one or whatever class uh, uh-huh. book. I went to the glossary and picked out just I picked up a random page and a random name and that was it <laughs> and, and it was uh like hip hop punk it was like uh like late nineties early two thousands 
uh, mixture of the two. <laughs> I would love to hear hip hop punk. Like I love cross genre shit, anyways. Yeah, but... not together, but like, just different. Aww. I'd alternate between the two usually. Like, they were the same, but they were this. You're saying they were this. There was both genres and not a mixture of the two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> DJ D-Rex era of recombination. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I think people that are music aficionados are kind of uh, up their own ass. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, I was like, how are you going to sugarcoat this? Down. Nope, Steve yeah. came in, let you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever know any college uh, radio DJ shows? Not the people necessarily, but like uh, ever listen to it? Because I did in high school. That's why I wanted to do it once I got into college. I was like, those people are so cool. And then I was like, oh, no, they're just weird, weirdos. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, when I was in high school, I would listen to the local, uh, I don't, man, I wish I knew what it was called, but I would listen to the local, the, the most closest college that would, had a radio station that was from, out of, uh, fuck, I don't even know, Naperville, <laughs> the Naperville College had a radio station, Ooh. and they, yeah, they would play cool stuff, they, they, they had, yeah, they, they had, for one thing, they just had a punk. Sh- they had a punk show. They had a punk, you know, radio show, which was just great. Um, what do I call it? I don't remember. I can't remember what it was. At my university, there is uh, like between the students, there is a a radio show that uh, I I listened once and got bored because like they ask questions and the answers aren't like that much, uh, you know, interesting. Like uh, yeah, so. So this is a crappy college radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't. No, the stories were so so. The narrators like didn't spice it up. I didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like bad improv. <laughs> like, well, you know. Yeah. But I could skip it, so yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't listen world, again. Of all the people in the world who should be in improv classes, it's radio. Yeah. Improv. Oh yeah, like Conan O'Brien, man, greatest. <laughs> they had a show called Local Chaos, which was great. Um, well, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a bunch of local bands and stuff, which is pretty That's awesome. Cool. Uh, I will say they were cool. There was a co-op that pretty much everyone in the radio station uh, community was a part of. I was not, but they had really cool like shows they had like actual cool bands come through town and play it in their garage uh but (laughs) they didn't have this band but one band who maybe you guys might have heard of but it's just so funny because i went to their like shows in college and it just shows how old i am uh revolution (laughs) like an alternative reggae not ska like let me look Dude, up what sounds familiar. They've been on the radio now, but back in 2006, they were just like a party party bro like band. Revolution yeah, they used to. Reggae Do they rock. have backwards letters in their name and shit? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Dude, okay, so I I lived down the street like 
a black from this little like alternative club, and they might have played there, dude. Hell yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, so it. now we don't have crappy college radio to listen to. Instead, I have to sift through fucking hundreds of podcasts in order to find something, yes. you know. Yeah, I like listening to podcasts. I do that all the time. I mean, that's Me where too. I find the music, and it's like you get totally unique stuff, you know. I think it's, I don't know. I, I much prefer it. I, don't get me wrong. It's just now there's so many, dude. Like, oh. I can't keep oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Sure. This is a podcast. <laughs> right. This gets uploaded. Yeah. Do we qualify yeah. as a podcast? Yeah. It's like a, oh my god. Do you run Apple? <laughs> the podcast goes snuck to my around. curriculum down. <laughs> yeah. David, yeah, you can. David, you can look up this as a podcast. It's like, uh, how would you do that? Previous jobs, well, non-paid jobs, podcaster in use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any agents out there listening, uh, you're welcome. Next, back to town right here. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Ooze Bear Public Podcasts. I, I just linked it. Yep. Yeah. Or just look it up on whatever podcast app you use. That's how oh, I geez. That's, <laughs> a, that's the sentence I hear at the end of every I fucking know. podcast. I it's true. It's true, though. What do you guys yeah. use? Do you guys have a preferred uh what do you call it? I, I don't fucking know. Podcast app? Yeah. I do. Just on your iPhone or whatever? Yeah. Mine is, no. Mine is called Podcast Addict. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of that shit. Really? On Android. Yeah, it works great. I uh, I paid a one-time fee for an app called Pocket Casts. It's oh, yeah. pretty tight so far. Um, I really don't, I mean, all I do is listen to podcasts, right? Like, what? I don't know how many things a fucking podcast app needs to do, but it's, right. well, it's doing I right. is a podcast like are born in the in YouTube or like uh, no. I guess or no? You could, but I think that would then be a a vlog or a video podcast. <laughs> you know, it falls into a different realm. This is the question: Is a, a an audio book? Are you reading an audio book? Is it the same experience? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Reading an article. Yeah. I think it counts. You can, I mean, if you can say I've read that book, but you've actually listened to the audio the audio mm-hmm. version. Yeah, I agree with that. So I guess, yeah, a video podcast is a podcast. So if it's on YouTube, it can still be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, because there oh, are yeah. dreams of podcasts. So, yeah, you it is a podcast. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I feel like we're getting into really blurry areas here. Cause like, if I listen to a YouTube video in my car on the way to work, isn't that basically a fucking podcast? <laughs> it's honest. Like that's the same shit. I'm just it's not watching on, you. I think the podcast. If it's on a on your podcast app, there you I go. Think the, pri- the primary medium is important because, like, if they if you filmed us talking right now, like we could make a video of it, or we could even put like a video of a screensaver and then just have our audio over that. But I think primarily what we're currently doing is podcasting because we are recording our audio and that's the way it's meant to be experienced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then I can, I, you're you're saying the intention is what's going to dictate. Yeah, because like okay. Joe Rogan podcast, you can watch the videos of them, but they're like right. that's a podcast because they're just talking because. 
it's it's what it is. It's like yeah, it's kind of the intention set up to add video components to. It's the it's not in service of the video. It's in service of the audio. Yeah. If if there was more people that watched the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> than listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, would it continue to be a podcast? I yeah. bet that's already be- true. I bet that people love. I would say it is. So it's yeah. still the intention, even if the alternative is more popular than the original intention. Yeah, I think okay. okay when on E on, on the E channel when they had the Howard Stern show and he oh, was yeah. um, dude they, they they recorded that oh, and, they, and they yeah yeah that's definitely you're watching you're you're watching a televised version of a radio show it's that's what it is yeah yeah that's yeah. perfect that's perfect man I totally forgot about fucking Howard Stern on E dude. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch that sometimes. Stupid, but I watch <laughs> did he it. have Did he have strippers on? Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. It was before <laughs> that shit got all super tired out, and he became however he got though. Like it was before, like the whole, like he was the original Shack Jack. You know, it was yeah. like holy shit, what's he gonna do this time? And then like yeah. I don't know, a few years later, you're like, okay, dude, strippers, boobs, I get it, like farts, right. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. That is funny. Yeah. You can only do that for so long. Opie and Anthony is something I never listened to, but like, did that just get tired? Did they just quit? Or people? I think people one of those guys. Involved? I think one of those guys got racist. Is what I think. <laughs> I was, was going to say. I think I remember them getting canceled, quote unquote, yeah. before canceling was canceling. Like, wow. They were. They legit were fucking like just not being <laughs> cool. So is shock jocking even a thing in, anymore? Because I feel like a lot oh, of totally it was canceled, cancelable. Like it relied on like we're pope, we're we're saying things that are a bit naughty, folks. We have strippers in the studio, and we <laughs> are talking about dick boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has to be because it just it has to be. I don't know why. It's such a it's such a low common denominator, yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It, it has to be so, like someone's doing that. You can still go to BFE Idaho, you know, and be like, I'm saying controversial stuff. Like it's it's yeah. it's regional on top of that, you know. In, in fact, I bet to some degree, a lot of those people who did that are still have jobs. Like they're still doing oh, it. Like, I think even the original people doing it. Like Howard Stern still has a job. Man Cow still has a job. Oh yeah, Man Cow. That's yeah, uh, Igor. Man Cow is the sh- the asshole from Chicago who's the shock jock who totally sucks. Man Cow Muller. Man Cow Muller. Yeah. He didn't used to uh, be like the character he is today. Like I remember my buddy in high school was into him. And he was just like your usual like shock jock schlub on late night radio, like no yeah. no super you know crazy conspiracy theory shit or anything. Now yeah. fucking is he a Q guy? Because that's amazing. If, I if think he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Let me, but let let's read his dark descent. Um, politics on his Wikipedia. Oh God, man, big man, how. You could just just see how this is like the track for people are like uh, like late millennials. This is like the descent into Q madness is following this track here. It's true. Uh, 
Mancow was an, an outspoken supporter of George W. Bush during the 2000 presidential election, asking people on the street whether they, quote, liked George W. Bush or liked, or, oh, no, okay, I'm reading this wrong, whether they liked Bush or liked Dick, <laughs> as in George W. Bush or Dick Cheney. On December 6, 2005, Mueller made an appearance on Fox News channel, Fox and Friends, where he referred to the Democratic National Committee chairman, Howard Dean, as vile, bloodthirsty, and evil. Mueller also commented on on Dean's negative opinions on the war in Iraq, calling Dean a traitor who ought to be kicked out of America and tried for treason. On... (laughs) We have th- two more paragraphs. So, by 2009, on May 22nd, 2009, Mueller... <laughs> this is insane. I have not read this sentence ahead of time. Yeah, I, I know. Had exploding. Mueller had himself waterboarded during, uh, during his radio program on WLS, having lost a listener poll determining whether he or a co-host Pat Cassidy uh, waterboarded. The talk show had previously claimed that water that calling waterboarding torture was wrong, something he had stated that he hoped his reenactment would prove, <laughs> lasting only six seconds. And then there's a print uh-huh. well, eight seconds less than the average person, quote unquote according to program guest Marianne's Marine Surgeant Clay South. Mancow afterward changed his opinion, saying, it is way worse than I thought it would be, and that's no joke, and described waterboarding as absolutely torture. As what? He described it as absolutely torture. Um, Uh. And I think that's it. Uh, Questions were later raised about the validity of the procedure. Sal had no formal training in waterboarding and had never before performed the procedure, leading the online celebrity and gossip website Gawker to accuse Mueller of faking the whole thing. Oh, oh There's wow. been a handful of people that came out and like, oh, waterboarding's not that bad or whatever, and it, it never worked out well for them. And a yeah, number of them were like, well, they weren't trained. They weren't trained in how to properly waterboard somebody or whatever. I'm like, dude, you jam cloth in somebody's mouth and dump water on them while they're upside down. It's That's it. Yeah. Anybody's gonna so, fucking be out. Done. It's not, it wasn't even just zoo crew people who I I forget who it was. there was like mainstream like media people that were yeah. like, all right, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it to show that it's not that bad. And they're like, oh, stop, stop. Yeah, no, there was whole things like we're going to an undisclosed location now, like where this guy's gonna, you know. It's like you could do that on the corner. You don't need to go to the back of a fucking warehouse, an undisclosed location guy, like. <laughs> Waterboarding, fun times. I I wonder I wonder when the last is it still happening? When was the last one? Is it is it still happening in the back rooms of CIA? <laughs> Are you asking when the last waterboarding was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two thirty. Yeah, Let me no, do, exactly. look through my photos on my phone and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like Ooh. such an early two thousands thing. That in the picture of the people in Guantanamo, like, uh, like in their hood and like, naked. Is it not illegal, or I don't. Yeah, know. Oh. It definitely is. According to UN law, yeah. 
the U.S. Yeah, tried to wear their way out of the U.S. Wasn't. just deleted, right? Well, I don't know if they still do, but yeah, it it's it's been in courts for like decades now. Whether it was ever officially, they still do it. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Is waterboarding still happening? Uh, is waterboarding legal? Uh, apparently in 2005 it was ba- it was banned, but I'm pretty sure it's likely that it's still happening. Yeah, but, uh, we don't waterboard anymore. We hydroboard. Yeah. What? It is prohibited under federal law. But if it, yeah, I mean, if you're doing it across in another country, if you're having other people do it, I wonder if that's how you get around it. Yeah, start, start we don't do it, people. and if it does happen, it's in international waters, so it's okay. <laughs> Play Damn. Call of Duty, you guys. It's all in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, corrupt. Reagan is a uh, the Creepy Valley. <laughs> What's that called? Uh, the Uncanny Valley. He was always in there, even beyond his digital representation. He was always almost human, but not quite. Yeah, I'm saying it here. <laughs> Look into it. Reagan was a lizard person, and <laughs> oh, geez, no, we're on, dude, we're on a podcast. You you realize we just got like fifty new subscribers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's where this this is when we turn all. <laughs> yeah, no, you you first you led with the fucking man cow story, and then you fucking told everybody that Reagan is a lizard person. Now look what you've done. I Damn. yeah, I never heard of man cow. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. I just Google man cow, and there is no person that's like uh, people with cows. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Don't even go into it. Don't even care about it. Don't. Just leave it. it be. Leave it be. <laughs> I was expecting like porn, but happily there's no porn yet. So yeah, no. good research. <laughs> I like how you put yet on the end of that because you know it's the internet, so. Yeah. Scroll long enough. Right. Right. Just keep scrolling. (laughs) Well, wait, I never got to the question. I don't know if everyone answered. Did everyone listen to college radio? I know Steve said. The who? uh, (laughs) I did not. I mean, I listened to the who. The who. That's not college radio. (laughs) How old are you? I mean, I did. I just, I didn't say anything like that. I just said I did listen to the Who. <laughs> What's your favorite Who album? The Who. Tommy, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I can't even answer that question. That's only when I have one vinyl. So. You got Tommy on vinyl. That's pretty sweet. It was like a dollar because it's all the cover is all torn. That's what's so, so funny. Uh, they're probably it's not probably the same now because it became such a hipster trend to buy them. But when I was originally buying them in like 2010, if it if the cover was all fucked up but the record was fine, they'd be like a dollar. And like who's co- who's collecting for what? Like who's buying them in mint condition and for no like to put on their wall? What? Yeah. I'm taking you down, record aficionados, right now. Because what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you're you're yeah. saturating the market with your demand. Lay off, because it's it's fine. A torn cover, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting so emotional. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, your demand for wall decorations is messing with my actual hobby. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Do you any of you have any weird collections? <laughs> no. They're not necessarily weird, but do you collect anything? I have one bookshelf of books. One? <laughs> That's yeah. My wife really loves books, and I like them, so we have a, big, a lot of them. <laughs> we have like I fake criterion. That's all. I I find when you move, you gotta fucking deal with them, and it sucks. Sure. Yeah, we got yeah, to move. Yeah. I feel I like books are easy to deal with when you're moving, though. Like, here's a book box. Okay, we're done. Like, it's not I, like, where does this go, or where are we going to keep it, or any of that. My girlfriend has these fucking big-ass goddamn bookshelves that are, like, insane to move, and so I don't know. i got to deal with that Okay, Okay, I can see that. Furniture's a pain in the ass, though. They're, like, heirlooms or something, too. It's like she can't get rid of them. Oh, so, like, 800 pounds made of fucking molten lead and shit? Like, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. They're made out of the most heavy fucking wood, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> She specifically, her ancestors specifically asked for the heaviest wood possible, just yeah. for its durability. When they went to the fucking wood store, <laughs> the ancestors. Would you imagine person. like moving all the things from uh, Beauty and the Beast, all the books? <laughs> what? Be our guest. So like, all, the, all the books from Beauty and the Beast. Like, it's the beast in ever that movie, there's this super library. Like, I it's wonder, like a real library. Yeah. In the lore of their, in the mind of, I guess they were just, well, in the original story, I wonder if it went into the details of what's in the house. But yeah, that is a good question, David, in terms of even the deeper thing of, what did they picture? Did this beast live here for generations and accumulate all of this shit? Or he like recently, <laughs> you know what I'm asking? Like, how I'm not familiar enough. <laughs> I get you. I follow you. Yeah. No, this is some good questions. Yeah. Like, where did he live before? Has his family always lived in this castle? What's the ancestral lineage of this Wh- beast? Who like, just gives the fucking entire castle to a beast? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He was no, a prince, I thought, right? Well, I have no idea what the story is. He doesn't need a whole fucking castle, though. He's a beast. Like, just give him a pile of fucking shit. <laughs> He was a prince, that's for sure. Like one hundred percent, he was definitely a prince. But how back, how how far back does his lineage go? How many serfs did he murder? Did he own slaves to build his castle? There's a lot of lore in the, the Beauties of Beast story that can definitely be explored. Did says who signs the lease? Who signed the lease, folks? Give it to us. Tell us. Yeah, I wonder the beast if castle lease. <laughs> I'm trying to type my keyboard and stop working. I think that's a sign because we're in hour two. Uh huh. Go for it, W. Uh, quick question: Like, has anybody like moved to another city? You know, like yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Right now, the move is an hour away. Oh, that's that's a city. Like from city to city is one hour, mm-hmm. like that. Wow! Mm-hmm. Like going to my college was even longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like in the Bay Area, I moved from Oakland to San Francisco, and that was like six miles. 
in I it would be closer, but there's like the San Francisco Bay separating the two. But there, in, if you go outside of San Francisco, the border to a next town is literally just like a line where the next block is the new city, which would be like Daly City. But yeah, in America, that, that happens a lot, where it's not necessarily that like each city has taken up the whole metro area. Like LA, it keeps going, like LA County keeps going forever, but LA City, LA City actually ends like a block away from my house and that you can't tell that it ends at all. Like there's no huge gap. Because I know what you mean. I grew up in a rural area where, yeah, you go from one city to another and there's like a 20 minute drive. Like it's pretty clear, oh, this is a different city. Here in LA, like you could go between and there'll be one sign that says you'll you're now entering South Pasadena and so, so it's a different experience especially in the urban areas but mm. yeah I think Steve that's probably your experience where the cities are more spread out right Colorado and Michigan I guess too what <laughs> <laughs> your cities aren't like consecutive they're like more spread out right like a town or a city, like the divisions. If you're driving through Colorado, like you're going to be driving through nothing to get to another yeah. city, pretty much. I mean, the Den- 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 Denver has some sprawl to it, but if you're like going to, uh, yeah, um, you know, Colorado Springs, it's, yeah, there's definitely like some mountainous kind of stuff. You're dri- not mountainous, but it's like, yeah, I would say mountainous to get to Colorado Springs. The drive is for sure, yeah. Have you ever um, had any spooky experience when driving through those rural areas? I mean, we wait. Are you talking about because of the people and stuff? Or are you talking no, about any, because any? So it could be nature, the people, supernatural. Um, what else? Anyway, no I mean, we were, <laughs> my girlfriend and I were were stuck in the in the mountains when it was snowing one time, and we were just yeah, parked on on a freeway or what, not a freeway or whatever, you know, the highway or whatever. And it's just like a line of cars and there's like snow coming down. We're all just covered in snow. And we're just sitting there waiting, not doing anything. That's, that's what I'm picturing. Like yeah. in California, we learn about the Donner party and I forget what, I think it's just the Sierras where they ate each other. <laughs> they got trapped on a mountain. That's what I picture in Colorado. It's just like, yeah. you're just trapped in these cold areas. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Spooky. <laughs> well, we're in hour two. Uh, before we get into Harold, so let's just do a quick warm up. Let's just do five things. Um, I guess I'll do a poll. That way we have like a set uh, list. Uh, oh, you know, my keyboard has been fucking up. Oh, there we go. anyone wants to vamp, share... Uh, oh, Steve, what was the cereal you ate this morning? Raisin Bran. <laughs> Is that your brand, your one cereal? Is that your go-to? I mean, I don't, I don't, that's what I have. <laughs> do you get the two-scoop <laughs> one with the extra raisins, or do you just do the straight normal? No, it's the it's the generic brand. Oh, it's not even Raisin Bran, huh? No, there, there's. I mean, I think it's called Raisin Bran, because I don't think that's a... Copyright. Like, I just think it's, it's not copyrighted. 
Let me see. It is it is called Raisin Bran, but it's not it's not the Kellogg's Raisin Bran. It's not the Purplebacks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I uh. So. I'll go for it. No, I was just gonna say I'm not a big hippie or anything, but I can get down on some granola like no other, dude. Like, all <laughs> oh, those, yeah. like, you keep like your raisin bran, frosted flakes, that kind of thing. Give me a straight up bowl of granola, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> granola is so good. Uh, I want to start making it. I'm trying to be keto, but I think that is okay, even though it's all oats and shit. So uh, in the group notes, you should see the Herald format. That's what we'll be doing next. Hopefully it's not too confusing the way I wrote it out. Uh, to reiterate, before we get into this next exercise, I'll, I'll put this into your brain. So hopefully it, it, it starts sticking for everyone, including myself. Mm. Opening. <laughs> we should do an opening with five, uh, under five minutes which leads to scenes, a group, uh, first group of scenes, all uh, designated by the number one. So scene A, one, followed by scene B, one, followed by scene C, one. So all of those are different scenes, very different, uh, but all in the, in the first group, one. Followed by a game, should be three to five minutes. Followed by the second set of scenes, which are either uh, a time dash, meaning we see it like in another time, either forward or backwards, or we see an analogous scene uh, where we see like a parallel universe, essentially of the same thing, just carrying over the game. Uh, and then we should uh, go through all three again, the first three scenes. Uh, and then we follow it up with a game. And then we should do a scene or multiple scenes at the end to tie them all together. So A, B, and C now are not separate. They're in one world that ties the theme into one uh, unifying concept. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. And I just want to also, um, I think making it clear what the scenes are is helpful. Like I think like two person scenes work pretty good for each of the three scenes. And like, um, and yeah, and having them be two persons is helpful and clear when they're they're differentiated. And then not having cuts unrelated to the herald form, because I think if we have cuts in the scene, like cut to in the scenes, that kind of gets oh, confusing yeah. as to where we are. Um, and 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 the connections as well. Even if you do see connections between the scenes earlier, I think one of the things about the Herald is some things you may want to do, but you have to wait on them. Yeah. So if you do want to do connections between the scenes, like you, like that should be only at the very end after the second group game where we start doing connections, just so that it's clear, and that that, that and at that point connections feel like a payoff. That's such a good point, and this is where we put on our learning caps, everyone. All listener has put on your learning caps. <laughs> Um, because yeah, uh, yeah, make them distinct for that's huge. Because uh, <laughs> once they start blending together, especially when we're only a few players, it's hard to keep them distinct. But yeah, more so that world building and bleeding, you want them to build up individually so that when they crash together, it's more like surprising and more uh, satisfying. Where you're yeah. like. I saw those as very distinct worlds, but now that they've brought them all together, that's what I was expecting, but they did it in such a way where I was blown away. 
<laughs> that's like the best feeling Harold where you're like whoa whoa they were talking about like cats and cyborgs and uh like the terminator and i didn't expect them to make it so that the terminator wasn't the cat but that the terminator <laughs> uh, was like a best friends with the cat <laughs> it's like you know subverting expectations i think it's such a big thing in comedy so uh that that uh surprise is definitely something we want to aim for of like surprise yourself like yeah, I, that's something I, uh, yesterday, like, I think me and all, everyone in my team for the, for our class show, we were all looking for the connections and making game moves, but it's way more fun to just let it be and then at the end be like, okay, now I'm seeing the worlds they had individual components that I want to now put together rather than let's build it in anticipation of this future destination <laughs> like that's a lot of words for saying just let it be and have fun and then at the end bring it together don't overthink yeah. it I follow <laughs> I yeah I can't wait to fuck this up says Merrick <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's never it's never a fuck up it's always we meant to do it because it's what happened and right, uh, right. <laughs> I did look at the slideshow you put together. I've looked at it uh, previously, but I looked at it today, too, to kind of help maybe get some of the shit to stick. So all that shit you just said <laughs> also helped kind of reinforce, uh, you know, what I'm trying to get to stick. It, it, it's such a funny form because <laughs> it's so rigid. But what it's trying to develop is something way more organic and natural. So <laughs> it's just like to learn it, you have to follow these rules. But in its essence, it's kind of saying fuck the rules and just do do it as it is. As it no, comes. it's training wheels. Yeah, it, exactly. It's just training wheels. So you think you're so? never really fucked up. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Steve? Um. I mean, I think sometimes having the structure makes it more complicated, especially if you if you if you if you're trying to follow it. I mean, because the um, what are the what are the the montages that we do? I mean, it's like you can do anything like at any point, and it's fine. Like in the Herald, it's a little bit like, well, we're trying <laughs> we're trying to follow like th there is a structure to it, and we want to at least keep it somewhat on that structure. So if if you have something interesting to do. Um, you either need to do one of two things. You need to do, need to fit it into the structure of the Herald, or you need to forget it and just be moving on and just, you know, which is always kind of an improv thing to do. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. that's a good muscle to to build. Um, so, the yeah, it's a double-edged sword where the rigidity both hampers but also in, in, enhances, like dampens and enhances someone's abilities. <laughs> Yeah, because there's even more. What? <laughs> the artistic obstruction. I was gonna say it's a uh, Goku going into uh, the hyper-dimensional time chamber, time chamber, and putting on mm. uh, like the or more. No, you know what it more is? It's him going into uh, the the ship when he's going to Planet Namek, and the, the gravity is super like like a thousand times the gravity of Earth. And uh, so 
so it's like it's right you could make this analogy with just like normal athletes where you put on like a weight belt or something so yeah. that when when you actually run a marathon it's much easier like you're not like tight literally tied down to a thing you're well it's also free. it's also um you know poet in poetry they have structures and forms and that's like you know sometimes the more complicated structure makes them have to i mean you can't do this in improv but it, it makes them have to think about it more and they kind of got to dwell on what they're writing a little bit more and, and it gives it more of a form you know so like that kind of they have to you have to extend yourself if you're forcing yourself to do it in a certain way yeah 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 it's definitely a stretch for everyone including myself so don't feel intimidated <laughs> i'm addressing we, the comment i'm addressing the comment now <laughs> that's a top secret comment can we edit and still be in the same scene so my, my feeling of, of, of it is this is that since in the herald the like the different scenes are built into the form any edit should be the edits based on the form is kind of i don't that's how i think about it but i'm probably thinking about it pretty rigidly elaborate well I'll elaborate on that because i'm not too clear on that definition well if you and me are in a scene and we're talking on a mountain or whatever the fuck, and then we cut the only cut should be going into the the next scene in the herald yes. because the yes. cuts are baked into the form so yes. we shouldn't so, cut yes. to us being down hang, hanging out in the bar after we come down from the yeah. mountain or whatever and yeah this goes to the original point steve was making of they should be distinct so it shouldn't be like an organic edit where one of the characters maybe sticks around to the next scene or like we follow like the narrative of this scene into the and it's a new quote unquote new scene it should be like no if someone calls uh, and i'll call edits sorry listeners we're going through the tech details <laughs> uh it, but this is important for just if you're trying to do this at home this is how you, uh edit, edit we'll call edits and the edits are just final the, and that's kind of it baked into the form again for a reason because if you have a really good idea hey bring it up then in the second beat or in the third beat maybe it'll be the perfect uh world collider uh vehicle so yeah the hard the edits are hard edits we move on but yeah I'll, I, before i hadn't been calling edits i'll call edits from here on out just to make it easier and clearer like it, it won't be an organic edit where we start talking over one another or something oh uh, ideal but uh, ideally they, that's how you should how it should be done like if we were i know we have people who here aren't consistent but like ideally they would all i feel like all the edits should be the organic talking about the next scene yeah that's how it all because i think also part of the herald is you should know where you're at in it like everyone should be an under like in so much understanding of where we're at that you understand what where edits are and what's going on to some degree that's a really good point and we're eating into the tent but that's good because uh we it's the like what was i even trying to articulate it <laughs> yeah it's one big world and the in your mind, you should have like a map of where everything is. I think that'll make the structure easier. It's this one big world and this in this scene, you're in Los Angeles and the next scene you're in Chicago and all of these scenes are happening simultaneously. Like you should never think like we have stopped visiting this world and, and we'll never come back. 
instead the herald is saying hey we're in like a, a dynamic environment where we are traversing space and time and maybe uh la and chicago there'll be some sort of time dilation where people from the 30s end up talking to the people in the 2000s and it's just <laughs> this, you know like in in like a montage it feels so different like de- like desperate disparate like it's they're so different wor- such different worlds like the, the bartender talking to the, the sad dad in one scene is way different from the like corporate uh meeting talking about the next uh flying car like those are such different worlds but if you if you start doing a lot of heralds you're like no it's the same world maybe uh the one of the guys from the meeting ends up at the same bar like of course you know he he just had a long meeting he wants to grab a drink he's his regular bar and uh of course he'd show up so like yeah, I per Steve's point, have hard edits kind of put this barrier, <laughs> weird barrier, of no, you know, this is like quantum leap style of like you're jumping between realities, but it's all this similar timeline. <laughs> Sorry for that ramble, and uh, maybe mm. that that made sense for some people. Maybe it alienated a million people, but. <laughs> It's the well, same world. It's one world. One reality. Uh, don't force and then the it, connection. Yeah, the they're connections come together, together at the end. They're all together. Yeah, so. Force them at the end. Force the connections <laughs> at the end. The the bartender sets up the sets them up on a date and <laughs> they go on a date. That's it. Perfect. Um, all right. So, a lot of theory, a lot of thinking. Let's get <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I had classes about about terrorism that are easy to, easier to grasp than. <laughs> improv is like the headiest, most metaphysical. We could get so metaphysical. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, I am ready. We're making your dream ideas into reality, David. <laughs> uh, we won't go into a rabbit hole. Let's get some long form hair. Oh, we won't. <laughs> what's a fast? What's a fast opener we can do? Let's do a fast one. Uh, pattern game is super long. Let's do. And yeah, we didn't get to the five things. Sorry, we're just gonna jump into it. <laughs> um, let's do a, a, a scene painting. So we did this yesterday for who, those who were there, and I think we all were. But for those listening, a scene painting, you just start saying what's in a, a scene, a world. So we could say we get a word, beach. We see a, a pina colada. We see a pool. We see a palm tree we see a, a towel boy uh, a hunky towel boy <laughs> so are we going to do this for each scene or are we doing no, this just at the top just at the top that way it's just super quick uh so we should we should make it as detailed as possible and, and as varied as possible so all the ones i just said were all very much just a resort 
style thing. Let's get some people. Let's get some emotions. Let's get some. Um, we see a, a, a sad dad <laughs> again, and he's uh, he's drinking a, a rum and coke, and um, it's um, all the ice melted because he 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 doesn't usually drink, but now he's drinking like very slowly. It is- but. It is New York Chief and everybody's chatting and having a good time at the bar and and the guy's just <laughs> looking at his ring. There is there is a, a Santa Claus who is so smart that <laughs> it's even New York Chief and he's still in the bar. He doesn't he lost like the concept of time. So for those listening, I added jumping claws as a suggestion. Uh, this is the opening. We're in the opening now. Uh, we're in a pool. There, there's it's New it's New York, uh, New Year's Eve, but there there's still a, a, a Santa Claus at this bar. Let's keep going. It's at a bar. Yeah, a poolside bar. Uh, maybe a rooftop. Um, it's pretty cold, but it's heated. The pool's heated. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, and, there's a uh-huh. there's a there's a big banner that says like uh pr- like project 2020 we did it oh, under budget. <laughs> <laughs> there uh there's a set of protesters at the bottom of the it, it's a, the pool is at the top of a high rise and there's protesters like 30 floors down at the bottom obviously. And um, they're they're sh- they they're they're shivering. They have um, there's a booth giving out hot chocolate, and they're all holding sign homemade sign saying, <laughs> "Stop stealing our pools, and um, okay. we deserve luxury too." <laughs> hmm. uh, mm-hmm. There is there's uh, one. A, a- there is a clownfish in the in the bar, and he's like swimming in only alcohol. It's like the, the grunkest of them all. He only only survives in that kind of weather, in an environment. That's right. The the bar, it the the literal bar has a pool, uh, like a tank, a fish tank. But it, the fish tank is holding alcohol. Uh, all the alcohol that's being served, so it's like jungle juice essentially. Uh, and <laughs> this bar has bought a fish that can withstand alcohol. They 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 contracted with a private pharmaceutical company that has developed this mega fish to create to live in alcohol. There's a uh, stereotypically uh, greasy, bald salesman-looking guy. Um, lots of gold chains, um, kind of hairy, uh, ill-fitting suit uh, with a medallion that says, uh, like, bedazzled in, uh, in blue kind of diamond-looking things, pool boss. <laughs> uh, there's a banner also ahead, overhead uh, that says, uh, happiest, happy 50th. So uh, he, 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 this guy's uh, was so cheap that he threw his um, his birthday party. Even though his birthday's in March, he decided to associate. And he's so so lonely. He had decided to uh, like combine hit the opening of the pool bar 
uh, with his birthday to make sure that there are actually people there. Ho, 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 ho. No, you, <laughs> you listen to me. You take me to your boss right now because I demand payment from the 25th. Ho, ho, ho. For a job well done. Mr. Murphy is very busy right now. He said he he set the check and it should be getting to you within the next three mm. business days. Oh, 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 I want a receipt for that check. Oh, oh. <laughs> he said it was in the mail. There was an invoice with the check itself. He said, please be patient. Um, it's a very difficult time for him right now. So he's, he's, um, he, he'd like some privacy. Listen, if you don't want coal in your stocking, you're going to sort this out right now. Ho, ho, ho. I, listen, this is my, mm. this is my winter internship. And if I do a bad job, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to get in the white house. And oh. we all know, we all know that's, Mm-hmm. You know, the re- revolving door only stays open for so long, and I, I, mm. Santa is no stranger to, uh, you know, uh, internships and employing others. Ho, ho, ho! I run a workshop after all, and I have interns, and I expect my intern elves, ho, ho, to do. Uh, to to always treat the customer or whatever me in this scenario like we're always right. Ho ho. Okay, I I didn't want to be rude, but you 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 I told you to please wait in the lobby, and you decided to come up here oh. of your own volition. And um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start pushing back a little here. You are a, you run a slave workshop. I said Ooh. it. My boss is scummy, Ooh. but your boss is disgusting. Or hey. you are disgusting. <laughs> hmm. Look, Santa has ways of getting around places without taking the elevator. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, so I will appear where I choose, first of all. Ho, ho. Secondly, uh, my elves, if they weren't working, they would die. So What? There. What? Ho, ho. Mm-hmm. That's how they work. No. Ho, ho. Are you saying you would kill them if they didn't make toys, or they are physically, they have ho. to make toys to survive? Ho, ho. The, the elves live off the, the radiance of the joys of children from the toys they make. Ho, ho. Okay, so it's, a, it's mutual benef- beneficial. Shows, shows how much you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm studying at NYU. I'm doing my MBA, and I think I'm doing pretty good. And you know what? If I'm poking holes in your business plan where oh. you are exploiting people based on the fact that they need to create things in order to live, oh, maybe, oh. maybe you should look, at your, look in the mirror as to who's mm-hmm. fucking up here. I am not running a business. It is a 503C charity. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Let me ask. I don't. He's not going to see you today. And so, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna push back even more. I'm going to. You know what? I asked earlier if you had a shitty boss. Mm-hmm. Do you, you 
is are you do are you only doing this are you only immortal because god made you do this are you just like oh. your elves where you are compulsed to do this or else you would die or mm. are you <laughs> do you have free will oh, oh. I'm a more of a manifestation of all of the wishes and desires of all of the young children throughout the world. Ho ho. So in that sense, if, if their dreams and joys do not, uh, you know, uh, ever, you know, uh, manifest in any tangible way, then I would simply cease to exist. Ho ho. Oh, no, none of this, and not to mention, I still need that money. No, kidding, this is all besides the point. I, mean, I need the money in order to fulfill those dreams, young woman with an MBA, ho, ho. <laughs> Listen, uh, you're getting agitated. Uh, could I get you uh, a craft IPA? We have those on tap. Uh, they're flowing. Um, that just been drinking already. Just to be, just to be, that is, that is well into the bottles already. <laughs> I can't believe those fat cats up there with their fancy fucking pools. It's unbelievable. Like, they could have this little fish up there and, you know, in the pool, but he has to live in my drink for now. I don't have a drink. I cannot drink it. So you're just going to carry that you're just going to carry that fish around while we fucking protest these fat cats? Is it symbolism? Well, if he jump into my drink, I, I'm not going to drink it. I, I like him. He he's, he looks clowny. He's a clownfish. I guess he looks male. I like your I like your fish too, but you should probably keep him safe because I think I'm going to try and blow this place up pretty soon. Oh crap. No. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty fucking serious about it too. Here, look, see, I got a fucking suicide vest on. Oh, oh, uh, Would you like a drink? No. <laughs> you keep your mouth shut. You keep your you keep your clownfish in your drink, okay? You're gonna run cover for me. Here's the deal. You go over there and you distract that bartender while I sneak over and get closer to that guy. And I'm going to fucking tell him he's going to stop making all these pools and taking us, for, taking advantage of us. Well, um, you know, I would like to get out. What if you take this uh, fish hostage, you know? You say, if you don't give me the, you know, the pool and whatever, and you drink the drink and, you know. What? Ralph, why don't you ever just go along with my plans? Every time we do something like this, it... It it really makes me feel like you just don't believe in in the cause. You know, I have been reading a lot like lately, and you know, my my mind changes. That's changes so, too much. Okay, you're committed to me and the cause, or not at all. I am having doubts. You know, you know, we started this like in in the best of you know intentions, and we had a great time. You know. Making crying is not, not, my, not my thing. I, I, I cannot kill this little thing. Oh. Ralph, you can set the fish down, okay? But I need to know that I can count on you. Okay, one last time. That's, that's it. Then I this, might to, be, you know. this might be the last time, Ralph, <laughs> if everything yeah. goes according to plan. 
-hmm. You have cheated that many times, but you know, there's always death. Right. Hey, uh, hey you protesters, uh, we're getting uh, everyone together to um, do our our uh, chants where we pray to the almighty Gaia. Uh, well, uh, you, the guy with your, the hole in your head. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I can see it clearly it's a bullet hole. Uh, what's that? Are you, do you have a vest on? We said no vest here today. This is a decorative hole, sir. And yes, it is a vest. Actually, I just picked it up from Old Navy. Hmm. It's, um, you know, uh, we try to only wear clothes that we make ourselves. And it looks like the Old Navy version has a lot of uh, wires sticking out. Uh, it's kind of antithetical to our whole idea of being anti-tech, anti-consumerism, anti-capitalism. Um, what's going on, dude? Like, uh, I thought you read the the pamphlet. I thought you agreed to our morals. Uh, I absolutely do agree to your moral, uh, our morals. <laughs> um, and this is a. I just picked this up. I don't even know where these these wires came from. I'm sure. I mean, I wouldn't take them off right away or anything. But I'll, yeah. you know, I'll take care of them later. I guess if uh, if it's bothering you too much. No, it's not bothering me at all, dude. But it's just, you know, other people here, it's marsh, it's harsh in their mellow, you know. And I don't know. I, I'm just thinking maybe you, you need to be like your friend here. You need to uh, bring your pet and just say, hey, my pet is worth something too. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Does that mean Are you anything? Are you trying to fashion shame me right now? Edit. Hey, dude. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for uh, allowing me to step into your uh, your, your hot tub hot tub uh, pool, boss. And um, so yeah, that's that's just really. I'm just here, you know, as a humble, uh, you know, sub manager who works for you and. I'm just looking to upgrade my upgrade my pool, my my um my koi pond I got at home to just a full legitimate pool. That's that's what I'm looking for, pool boss. Well, I guess uh I uh I can make a few recommendations to you. Um It's just uh this is going to be real tough. Um Yeah, we oh. can we can Go ahead. Oh, uh, um, I, I mean, you know, I, I like uh, that, that. Actually, is really rough, you know, hearing it from you because you're, you're. I mean, you're the man. You usually, you, you got everything down so solid. Um, and and all I'm asking, it's. I, I felt like isn't that, that just a wave of your hand, of your 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 ring encrusted hand of saying pools here, pools there. I'm the pool boss. I can get it done. That's how I perceive you, anyway. I I can get it done. Just slow down. You just have a unique, difficult situation with your whole pool spa hot tub uh, proposition here. But I guess what? we can make something work. Listen, listen, pool boss. I can. I know. I know. I've. I know. I know what you want. Um, and if if you need to be <laughs> the father of my next child <laughs> to get this done. 
Then I say so be it, pool boss. You can have your little swimmers <laughs> go up and impregnate my wife. That's, <laughs> that's what you need. Oh, I think that it's was okay. That was your wife earlier, huh? Um, yeah, it was that, my wife. No, I was, that that explains. That explains yeah. a lot now. Now I know. Now I know exactly who you are. What the situation is. Yeah. No, we're going to be able to get you uh, a hot tub. No problem. Uh, we might be able to get you too. As a matter of fact, if uh, oh. she keeps, uh, <laughs> well, you, know, you know. Well, look, pool Travis, bottle. Travis, is he is he going to install it? Are we going to be able to soak tonight? He's. Honey, yes, okay. He he's got he's gonna be doing it. I am just here I'm trying to deal with it emotionally. I didn't want it to happen this way, but yes, we're we're going to get the thing that we wanted most. <laughs> I uh don't think I'm comfortable um with this situation right now as it sits. Uh I was much more comfortable earlier when you weren't here and your wife was uh <laughs> over there actually i don't know pool boss i mean you're a powerful man right you seem to have i am every, yeah you seem to have everything you've ever wanted and just like i don't know i'm going through this process where i'm i'm getting something that i wanted but it's i had to sacrifice so much to get it i don't know that i want that thing anymore <laughs> You think it was easy to get in here? You think it was easy to put pools in all my cars growing up? You think it was easy no, uh, having a hot tub in my first apartment? No. No. It wasn't. no. I didn't say any of that. No, in fact, I very much believe that you probably, you know, you've, you've probably grown wise through all of your struggles. And I just was wondering, you know, like if just bestowing some of that wisdom upon me might help me out. Like dealing with what I'm just dealing with right now. I'll give you my first nugget of wisdom. Okay. <laughs> Always water your crops before you fill the pool. Mm. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> another another uh, negative wisdom. Always, always flush twice. You never <laughs> know when there's just a little bit left over. Oh, and we're... Oh, we're bestowed by a nugget of wisdom from the nugget of wisdom fairy. Always uh, remember that um, not all liquids are the same. Water is different from alcohol. <laughs> remember Here's that sounds like whiskey, but 10-year-old whiskey, older than that. <laughs> Another nugget of wisdom when you when you're in when you're in a, a mine shaft and you're with your pickaxe and striking the wall looking for wisdom nuggets. Don't forget to wear a helmet with a light on it so you can see. Remember when you're picking apart uh, the wisdom nugs from the stems and seeds. <laughs> Only green is what is clean. That which is brown is upside down. Flush it down. 
another wisdom, another nugget of wisdom is just because it's on the ground doesn't mean it's free. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> just because it's buried in the ground and you <laughs> and you found it with your pickaxe, that doesn't mean it's free because you worked for it. <laughs> and oh, 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 um, listen, uh, oh, Mrs. Claus, I was not, I was not successful in getting the check today. <laughs> we have to pay our workers. A little bit, you know, they need to eat something. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I know we, we do have to pay them because they need the money to, and because children now are so jaded and cold hearted that the, we've had to resort to the, the elves paying the children to feel joy so that they can feed on their residence and joyfulness. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Also, also, my darling, they are making a union, a syndicate. They will sue us. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I never should have, um, uh, you know, offered the opportunity to get an MBA uh, as one of the perks for being an elf here. What was I thinking? Oh, oh! Oh my God! You'll do regulated. We will get taxation. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, my darling, we're. We're gonna we're look at look at out there in the in the barren fields of the North Pole. We're gonna be the ones uh, th- thrown out there very soon. Ho ho! Suddenly, suddenly the door uh, there. There's a helicopter overhead, and uh, the, door, the door gets slammed in. <laughs> Get on the fucking ground! Get on the fucking oh. ground! <laughs> You've been evading the IRS for years, and and you've been <laughs> ignoring copyright law for centuries, and you're fucking going down. Get on the fucking ground. <laughs> give, give Santa a moment. I've got a bowl full of jelly that is hard to maneuver <laughs> to, to get down on my knees. It's very difficult. I have old, old, old knees. And oh, uh, uh, one of the elves uh, runs out into uh, in front of Santa, and a barrage of bullets just nails him down. Who the fuck is that? This will be elf. No, <laughs> he just wanted to bring joy to children. Uh, you're going away for life, fat man. You, no, you really didn't. No, no. <laughs> oh, my dear wife, we'll get through this. I promise I don't know how. Stop talking. <laughs> Hit him with his, the butt of his gun. Uh, no. Oh. I'm, I, 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 uh, I'm glad that my um, large, the soft, downy nature of my red, big, my big red coat uh, like prevented some of the blow. Ho, ho. <laughs> And we cut to uh, to to Ed being carried away in the helicopter, and he he ends up in Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs>
边关照你。呃<笑>、uh, ，edit。Okay, so I I make the distraction over the bar, and you will do you, right? What? Did you not see that guy come over? I'm suspicious now. We can't go through with this. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, many people have clownfish in their rings. Take mine. Okay, is that going to help my cover, though? I mean, he saw the wires and everything hanging out from my coat. But if you have a clownfish... Take, that, here, take, that, take my coat. Take the vest. You take the what, vest. What? Here you go. Here. Oh, 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 this is this is very uncomfortable. This is this is very it's large. Not for long. Not for long. Don't worry. It's not going to be uncomfortable I, for long. You just go over there. I and feel pull like I'm using saggy pants. Okay, I, I'm going there. Uh, I'll hold your fish. Oh, uh, uh, excuse me. Um, I I'm an intern at uh, Vogue Weekly, <laughs> the weekly edition of Vogue Monthly, and um. I'm just looking for the next uh, fashion story that that might uh, break ground. You're looking really good. Um, could I interview you and um, take your pictures for the magazine? I have to say yes, you know, since you know. Yeah. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. And we 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 go to uh, the a brick wall where uh, David just uh, becomes the next fashion icon uh, uh, and the next week David is uh, browsing uh, the blogs and he's all over the place. Nice fish. Have some more whiskey. Let me open the bottle. There you go. I will name you uh, Potato Two. Your your my second fish. Uh, uh, his his notifications go off, and he reads an email from uh, GQ. He needs he reads another email from uh, Forbes. He reads one from. Uh, uh, the NRA Weekly, <laughs> and he just keeps getting more and more offers. And he, in within 15 minutes, there's thousands of emails from publications around the world asking for him to uh, give an interview and to take even more pictures. You're right, Fish. I, I have to call him. You know, it's it was his idea. Edit. Okay, honey. So we uh, I did. Okay, so honey, there's uh, my husband is so wet. I'm what? Wet, wet. You're all, we're all wet. I know, honey. Well, look, you got to stop sleeping, people, because we've got pools everywhere here now, honey. Okay, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I I wanted you to sleep. With, yeah, I wanted you to sleep with one pool, boss, and now and just you know have a nice, reasonable sized pool. So maybe we can have some get-togethers, maybe some barbecues. But now everywhere is wet in our entire home. 
Ding dong. Um, hold on. I have to go get the door, honey. Travis? Uh, Travis? Yeah, I was pool boss here. Looks like I owe you at least another uh, three, four pools at least. (laughs) No. Look, none of of those were authorized pools, okay? You're just kind of... Nope. nope. Your wife is your wife is all signed off on all of these. Uh, oh god damn it. Oh, look, as you can see, there's like almost literally no there's there's definite there's no room for pools here. Like there's pools no, in the can't. toilet. You guys love your pools, huh? Yeah, I could put another oh. pool in the toilet if you want. Oh. I mean you can't look. I I I'm drawing the line at poolception where you put a a pool inside of a pool, okay? You've That's already got brilliant. a pool in a toilet. No, it's brilliant. No, it's they not call brilliant. that the exhibit of pools. Come on. Oh. No, it's not brilliant because you know what? I had to do the backstroke the other day while taking a dump just to take a dump, okay? That that wasn't convenient for me. Yeah, but you liked it, huh? N- no, I didn't like it. Oh, hey, come on. Hey. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. No, no. This kind of nonsense might work on my foolish, awful wife, who, by the way, I'm like pretty much over now. I'm so mad at her. Like, okay, so, so, no, that might work on her. It doesn't work on me, pool boss. Travis? Travis? Did you try the breaststroke, maybe? <laughs> hey, hey. Travis. Travis. What? Yeah. I'm on the lawn. Who is that sitting in my chair in the living room? Huh? Oh. <laughs> it's me, your wife. I, who, yeah. who, Okay. I've been I've been at my mother's place for a week oh, no. oh, after God. you said that I had to sleep with this disgusting pool oh. man, oh, no. and and um. here you are with another uh, woman. You just, you just go with another woman. Honey, hold on one second. Uh, pool boss, I really need some of your wisdom here. It seems my uh, first wife um, has found out about my second wife, and I'm just wondering. I mean, you're you're a man of worldly knowledge. You know about putting pools inside of other pools and so forth. I, I don't know, man. What do I do in this situation? Let me get this straight. First, you criticize me for putting the pool in your toilet. Yes. Then, you tell me you don't like doing the backstroke while you're pooping. Right. I, yeah, I, I offer up. I offer up some some of my infinite wisdom and say, yeah. hey, how about you try the breaststroke? Goes completely uh-huh. ignored. Now yeah, you're back yes. begging me, begging me for advice I, on your yes, second wife. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, you know, pool boss, I guess I did try to, try to treat you shabbily. Is this how you're trying to, like, deliver your wisdom to me and so, sort of, like, you know, make me reflect more on my actions? <laughs> is that what you're it trying to get at? It is more of a process. Uh, I do like to try and hand out little nuggets every now and then, and it oh. is it is more of a process. So I'm just making this, sure that I've gotten everything clear before I deliver. Travis, yeah. oh. Travis, this was this was all a setup. It was all to teach you a lesson. What? It was to teach you a lesson, Travis. I I was I, in on it. I was in on it the whole time. Oh. I, okay, so wait, both of my wives, who I was having a secret relationship with, where you guys were all in on it? To, yeah, they were to actually keep... they actually made me get you the pools. Oh, hmm. <laughs> well, I've certainly learned something about excess, and yeah, basically that's it. I've learned about excess. That's not a good thing. <laughs> edit, edit. Gluttony.
is uh, one of the worst sins a human could uh, commit. But here at Chicken are Chickens Are Us, we we specialize in gluttony, and we know you'll love it. So come on down to Chickens Are Us. Sloth is one of the worst sins that you can commit. But come on down to the inflatable pool chair shanty and you can get a nice inflatable chair for your pool where you can lounge around when you get sick of of uh just kind of floating around in your pool you can double relax and be extra relaxed in the inflatable pool pool it's uh off highway eight um just right by the pool complex <laughs> hey it's me the pool boss you probably need two three four pools whatever come on down make sure your neighbors are the and you're the envy of the neighborhood <laughs> pool from the pool boss <laughs> when you look over your fence in your backyard and you see your neighbor's pool let that hot wrath flow through you and storm their backyard and murder them. Uh, and if and if you need to do that, come on down and buy some pitchforks. We got them at the pitchfork warehouse off Highway 10. Kill. Killer deals. That's what you'll find down here at Rugs Emporium. You'll be saying, I just made a killing down on 101. Come on down to Little Ruth's Bible Emporium, because y'all need Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, oh. What's the one where you're horny? What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> edit, edit. Lust, lust, lust. <laughs> no, Santa, I, 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 I'm just an intern. I'm, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep meeting you. I can't keep meeting you on the side. Mrs. Claus is bound to find out. Oh, listen, ho, ho, ho. You know, being being an intern at Guantanamo Bay, you know, it, it should it should you should be given some perks. That's how I feel. Like I'm just here to deliver gifts to you. Ho, ho, ho. My my my. Mo- my morality is askew, but I still have some, you know, decency. And I know you have a wife. I know she was. I know she's gonna be jealous. And I can't keep doing this. Look, I have to teach you. Uh, there's, there's a few nuggets of wisdom about excess that maybe you should learn about. And that, that knowledge is that you should indulge in that, and then you learn it's bad. You don't abstain first and then think it might be bad, you indulge and then understand. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you for um, inviting me over to the to the um, employee pool out here in Guantanamo Bay <laughs> that you guys set up, by the way. Ho, ho, ho. Are you, are you sure, um, <laughs> are you sure you can handle the swimming? The last few times you've just You've, the PTSD is just just seeing you panic in the water. It's just breaking my heart. Yes. You, uh, Santa has a bowl full of jelly that weighs him down some in the water, which causes him to panic. Ho, ho. Uh, but I, I, I might be getting the hang of it. Uh, I just make sure to fold, you know, smooth my beard out of my way so I'm able to breathe in fresh oxygen. Ho, ho, ho. 
You could yeah, say that you're getting in my pool over there. Who is that? You say, oh. hey Santa, is that you getting in my pool? Oh yes, I'm in the. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is Santa. I'm 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 a magical being. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in your pool. Maybe I'll be in your chimney next. Ho ho ho. That's a little disgusting, but uh, either way, you can't bring the jelly in the pool. Oh, oh it's it's not a it's not literal jelly. It's my tummy, which is like a bowl full of jelly. Ho ho ho! I don't have roses in my cheeks. Ho ho. <laughs> oh, whoa, that's, uh, that's unfortunate for you. Uh, oh. okay, I, I, I mean, that's disgusting, but uh, go ahead, yeah, you can get in my pool, like, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, thanks for coming, thanks for being here, enjoy yourself. We, we, we see, uh, we, we see when, uh, when Santa takes off of his, 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 uh, orange jumpsuit, he's, he, after, after months in Guantanamo, his, Bowl full of jelly is now empty, and he he actually has oh. like a, a really cut bod. No, oh. oh my god! <laughs> I I have uh, been in this internment camp far too long. Oh, <laughs> no, Stan, I apologize. I I expected something completely different. You look uh, borderline emaciated here. Uh, yeah. Can oh. I get, can I get you anything? Uh, oh. Mm. Well, I kind of have had it with this fucking Guantanamo Bay. Um, pool boss, do you have perhaps some sort of uh, uh, bomb jacket I can wear to take care of? Get rid of us. Blow it off the face of the earth. You there. You there with the fish in the cup. Give me, come here. Give me that jacket. This guy, the Santa Claus wants your jacket. Oh, Yes. We cut to an uh, interrogation room uh, beforehand where the pool boss and the, the guy with the, the fish in the pool are, uh, are being briefed in a CIA interrogation room. Um, it's clear they are agents and, and their, uh, their intelligence officer, Mesh, is telling them what they must do. <laughs> All right, tell us what's... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, tell us what's going on, boss. So... <laughs> Listen, this is all this is all part of a uh, a plan to get Santa to pay his taxes. Oh! And and uh, and uh, you know we already got Batman to turn. Uh, oh! You know this is this is this this is our this is this is how we're gonna pay for. Universal health care, okay? Uh, there's a lot riding on this. Uh, this I know it's a very convoluted plan. Uh, you've done a great job, by the way, uh, becoming a fashion icon. Um, that was all part of the plan as well. Uh, the whole pool operation, that was, uh, you know, brill brilliantly pulled, pulled that off. Uh, you know, this is, uh, now that we have... Everything has come together. We got all the pools in Guantanamo Bay. We got all the fashion editors uh, in place, you know, for the grand opening of, of Guantanamo waterboarding extravaganza. Uh, you know, it's a new attraction. Uh, you know, this is now all we just all we need is Santa to, uh, you know, get, uh, just get on board. Uh, thinking that he 
is the next big fashion icon. And then once he sets foot on American soil, uh, you know, we got him. We cut back to the pool. <laughs> this is fitting so well on me since I've lost all that weight. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, that hides your belly really well, your jelly belly or whatever you called it. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I got like this. Uh, yeah, cool. uh, Vogue Weekly here. Uh, 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 would you mind uh, leaving the, the page for a second? Uh, you know, we have a nice brick wall where we can get some nice hipster shots of you in a, a mankini. Uh, and, uh, you know, we think you this will be a nice cover for the opening of Guantanamo waterboarding. Uh, oh, and look. Mind coming? Yeah, and look, this is a load-bearing brick wall as well, so it'll it will really help when I do this. Click, click, click. Brick, brick, tumble on down. <laughs> the walls. And, and everyone, and the little boys and girls who never had a Christmas because they were in prison in autonomous Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> To flee outside of 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 the confines of the prison camp, and everyone lived happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brought it all together. Ash, thank you for joining us and jumping in. Oh yeah, no, no, for, yeah, yeah thanks for trying to include me. I, sorry, I'm so late. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it worked out great. Uh, Santa, Santa, Santa. You the alpha of uh, <laughs> pool boss. Yeah, pool boss. Pool boss maybe was already. He was trying to avoid prison by being an undercover. I think that's what. Probably. <laughs> 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 Uh, great job, everyone. Uh, bringing in that waterboarding conversation from earlier that you messed. It was all relevant. We talked about it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Guantanamo was in there. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. We didn't bring in a lot of uh, video game talk. <laughs> it was, no, we didn't. It was all mostly um, pools. <laughs> uh, w, good job jumping in as a as a wife. There was a prior wife, but it made it fun. <laughs> you were the I, I thought he was Santa, so I was like crying because he was in prison. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. I mixed up. Uh, 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 I haven't watched it, but I have it on my watch list. He was definitely the Sopranos. Uh, he was living the Sopranos life. Uh, where he was, um, you know, taking multiple lovers, and he was um, exploiting people, and just trying to live the American dream uh, as a, a, a mythical being. It, so you know, Steve, good job as Santa. He <laughs> uh, uh, again, like the Sopranos. Uh, he was a multifaceted character. <laughs> he had a, <laughs> a lot of emotion, a lot of um, 
plot there. Similarly, uh, Merrick, uh, the Pulvas, multifaceted, not just a, a gruff Italian stereotype. No, he was <laughs> breathing human. Uh, <laughs> he had wisdom. He had wisdom to pay. <laughs> Led us to some uh, seven deadly sins. <laughs> um, and yeah, what? again. <laughs> that was coming out a lot. So thank you, David, uh, again, for being uh, a beautiful wife, multiple scenes. And again, thank you, Match, for, for bringing it together and for being for being the most <laughs> being the most uh you know the the one that brought the plot all all into right yeah it was, it was, uh, for what I heard it was it was <laughs> tried to tie something yeah you're the audience trying to bring it together so I think yeah. I think you get tied together beautifully. Uh, any other kudos any of you would like to, to bring up? Um, there was two sure. things that you did. Uh, uh -huh. One was kicking the fucking door in and saying, like, Santa, get on the ground and all that shit. That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. And then uh, there was one more one more thing, and I was like, I'm going to say this at the end, but I forgot what it is. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> uh, I liked Pool Boss. It was great the whole time. I liked that a lot, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Poolception. Um, no. <laughs> yes, I love that. I couldn't remember that I forgot, but I was going to bring up. Put, Thank you much. Poolception. Put, <laughs> we a, have, we put have a pool in your toilet. In toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite a world. Uh, yeah, great job, everyone. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too intimidating to do or listen to. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll say there has been a, a lot of a flurry of activity. I woke up to a ton of suggested titles for this these, uh, this series of episodes. Get your suggestions in there. Uh, someday in the near future or the far future or who knows, <laughs> we'll pick a name. And they'll, that'll be the official name until we decide to come up with a new one or until uh, until we all die. If we all burn up in the, 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 the <laughs> nuclear holocaust. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know? Of course. <laughs> do you have any front runners or do you not even want to talk about it? Because it's uh, you don't want to paint the pool, so to speak. I don't. I'm the, I have favorites but um literally it will be up to to, to fate or a mechanical um numeral uh random <laughs> number generator uh oh. so you know it, who knows what it will be uh, <laughs> maybe i'll grade one per week so let me let me pull it up actually uh give me one second vamp if you will uh yeah Mesh, uh, wait, what were the discussions before? Uh, Mesh, uh, what do you think of GoldenEye? Does it hold up? Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever play Halo? There we go. Oh, uh, yeah, I've played both of those. Uh, I, GoldenEye was, I mean, N64 was definitely, that was my console during that era, so... 
Yeah. Would you play it Gold now? Knife. What Goldeneye? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind playing it for the sake of the nostalgia. I I know it's been remade a couple of times, or at least once. It's been kind of like upgraded. This, I think it was on Xbox One or Xbox 360 or something. There was like a like a remake of it, but I heard oh, it was shit. not very good. Like I heard it was like I don't know. I guess I, I guess a lot of like what was really innov- really innovative about that game back in the day. I don't know. I guess I, maybe it just doesn't hold up. Uh, uh, and I know like Perfect Dark is like another franchise that uh, I feel like never really got its due. You know, like was that the one where you like investigated? Uh, uh, fuck. I think I had that like way back in the day. And it, did you investigate <laughs> stuff? Like, I think there yeah, was a the, series like, of them, well, right? The the creators of GoldenEye created Perfect Dark. It was like it was sort of like the spiritual successor to GoldenEye because it was uh, it was another first. It, it, they basically turned it, took everything they learned making GoldenEye, and made their own franchise. You know, instead of using the James Bond franchise, they made their own character uh and uh it's like a kind of like a sci-fi story it's like a okay the woman is like she investigates area 51 at one point i think uh <laughs> i never play I, I never finished the game when i was a kid so i actually don't know what happened in the whole story but uh, they they made a <laughs> they made per they made perfect dark so they made a sequel to it for the xbox called perfect dark Zero, I think, and and uh, and like it. Uh, well, they originally started making it for the N sixty four. Then, 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 uh, uh, I guess, uh, or they, or no, they were going to make it for the GameCube, which was Nintendo's next console. Uh, but then they got bought out by Microsoft, so then they started making it for the Xbox. And then the Xbox One or the Xbox uh, three sixty was going to come out, so then they started making it for the Xbox three sixty. And it was a launch title for the Xbox 360, uh, so it, it it was developed over like four different consoles. The sequel, and then it it, it was a commercial failure when it came out. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know why I got on this this uh, <laughs> rant about perfect, perfect dark, perfect. but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, GoldenEye is a great game. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say perfect dark is great, like as a as its own uh game but yeah go on <laughs> yeah no, i was gonna say halo i played halo uh multiplayer on the pc a lot um back in the day but uh yeah <laughs> but right, what, what do you guys think talk. about the sorry i was just gonna say what, what do you guys think about the halo franchise now like is it still <laughs> relevant do you think it'll it'll like the next one that they're making now will be good. That was exactly what we covered. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, and what I was think your conclusion? We never, we never even answered. <laughs> so thank you for re, re asking. Um, I think no. I think the relevancy has kind of faded away. Uh, really? The, 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 the original uh, love and 
magic magical formula <laughs> kind of plated away i mean mm. it's a 20 year old franchise so the original people who are doing it you know are no longer there most likely probably like people who grew up on it and are now trying to recapture it but then adding in their own like stuff so i haven't played it this is just my assumption but that's what mm. i would assume. well, well Bun- bungie is Bungie's doing Destiny now, which a lot of people feel like that is also suffering from like becoming too. I don't know. I guess uh, I guess when something becomes really successful, and then you just want to sort of continue the formula, yeah, I guess it just loses. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine, and that's exactly what I've been playing yeah. Destiny. Destiny 2, and it's fine, but it's nowhere near the original, like, oh, shit, this is, like, brand new concept, like, I can, like, take the enemy's uh, ship and, like, their tank and, uh, like, all this cool stuff, like, have double guns and whatever that hadn't really been done before, but now it's like, oh, yeah, that's been done, like, a million times, and it's now done <laughs> by some franchises, so... Uh. I, th- that reminds me of how when back in the day playing the original Halo, uh, I remember like when I used to play that, my friends like it would. I, I'd always be the one that like took the vehicles and like put like brought them into parts of the map where they definitely weren't supposed to go. Right. You know, like I would drive it. Like I would figure, <laughs> like I'd use a grenade to turn a tank sideways so that it would it would fit through a door and get into like an indoor area where it, a tank was definitely not supposed to go, and like, uh, and like yeah, so yeah, it was just funny. Like when people I was playing with would just like they turn a corner in a hallway and there'd just be a tank there, like laying sideways in the hallway, and I just like blow them up, like <laughs> like. Dang it, Sinesh. You did it again. Well, that's right. approved. Okay, so I picked out... I picked the tank five. girl? <laughs> yeah. Gift of tank girl in the comments uh, for the listeners. So I picked five. Oh. Uh, but these aren't in any order that I'm going to read them off. This is just the order that they're in, but these are the five I chose. So the first one that came out, poolside chat with the water boys and the water girls. Harold practice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Harold, in practice. Love it. Hey, pervert, stop making dirty jokes. This is a family show. Hum- a Harold comedy hour, two hours. <laughs> and there's multiple exclamation points in there. The mesh might show up 50 minutes late, Harold comedy time practice. <laughs> <laughs> And one joke per hour improv practice. <laughs> Great job, everyone. So keep them coming in. I'm not again. I'm hey, not one, you. <laughs> one joke per hour is pretty. It's a pretty good rate, I gotta say. Yeah, hard to hit rate. Confidence. If you suck, if you if you exhale out your nose a little bit during the two hours, <laughs> we're happy. Um. <laughs> Great job submitting. Uh, there'll be a randomizer that analyzes every submission 
according to purity, um, according to comedy purity and intention of the user, um, anything that is trying to be um, too, too witty will be automatically flushed. Um, meanwhile, anything that's a little too sincere will um, be sent to heaven. So um, just make sure you're hitting that sweet middle spot of irony and uh, sincerity uh, for it to actually be chosen by the, uh, the, <laughs> the formula. <laughs> A lot of gifts here. Um, let's see. Let me read through them, and then we'll sign off. <laughs> so there was Tink Girl. Then we get Steve Carell going, ha, 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 ha. Good one. And it's him from Anchorman. And then it's <laughs> one more hour, and it's from Office Space, and he's looking at his watch. And there's another um, a GIF, uh, and it's a bunch of um, stuff. Like a key and like um uh, 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 like a knife, like a box cutter, uh, an AC, um, a lollipop, a tennis racket, uh, and it says randomized play episode. There's a lot happening. I can't read it all. Then there's a dove flying over a heart that has a key going into it, uh, and the heart is gold. And there's a sun in the background and it's shining. And then there's gold underneath the gold that's also shining. And then there is um, the gif of the guy pointing at his head, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking of that. And then there's another um, that says, absolutely sincere, and it's a guy um, in a <laughs> – he looks to be white, and he's wearing, like, African tribal, like, uh, makeup. And then there's a woman that's shouting into the air, and it says, heaven. <laughs> there's a classic uh from episode two the uh the emperor palpatine he says ironic and then there's neo spinning around in a gif uh just hitting all of the agent smiths and then uh lastly there's uh buzz going uh to woody gifts everywhere <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you flurry us with gifts that's every time you do that I'm going to just go into a <laughs> every single round I'm going to try to describe it and lastly there's a McFlurry uh, and <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm done holding all of you hostage we've gone 17 minutes over um, thank you everyone for joining finally uh, the Hamler, Hamburglar Hamburglar hard to say bigger one the hamburger strikes so it's a multi-tiered presentation that goes into how we commit the crime <laughs> and then there's the gif of the woman like upset and leaving like a real i like how the hamburger is uh, uh is anthropomorphized like it's i mean it's i mean it's, it's, it's the implication it's, it's gonna right. get eaten i mean it's it's <laughs> Burgers, uh, and then it's Colin Ghost. He's saying, "Please, God, just let this end." And he's probably talking about the buffoons administration. Um, and um, that's it, folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for those who joined. We'll be here again next week. Say that. Say you love your loved ones to your loved ones. That's my sign off. Say you love your loved ones to your loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for listening and joining. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.